Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello, everyone, and thank you for downloading the podcast today. It is jam-packed full of entertainment. It's going to make you think as well in there. It'll make you cry. It'll make you laugh. God, was it a roller coaster? What people cry over? Well, it depends on their emotional state uh-huh. right now. I, I would didn't say know what made you cry. The lady whose fiancé is stuck in Kabul. It's so horrific seeing all the photos come out of Afghanistan when you sort of, you, like I know when all the troops were leaving, you actually sort of knew in your heart of hearts that the war wasn't over. Mm. Yeah. Did you feel like that? Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's but why it, they also left. That's their reason, I guess, for leaving. They were like, this will never be mm. done. We can't stay here forever. And so many people have lost their lives over it. And I just say because, you know, I, I've seen some of their, their messages of Australian soldiers that have gone over there and lost, because I think there was 41 Australian soldiers that were lost mm. their lives over there. Um, how they would feel about being there for so many years and having achieved some good and then for it to go back. You know, you think in the duration that they were there, they had done so much for especially women in mm. that area, being able to to get educated and live their life. And, work. and just to go, yeah, but to go backwards. Mm. <clears throat> We'd speak to um, an Afghan doctor who now lives here in Australia, in Queensland, in fact, um, who uh, is a refugee from Afghanistan. Her fiancé escaped just overnight. Um, she's got an incredible story, and we'll share that in the podcast today. Uh, plus, uh, an amazing who's right or who's wrong from mm-hmm. our producer Nat in here. Uh, we didn't realise she... Her boyfriend was so petty, mm. um, but we discussed that a little bit later on, so get involved with it that. That's very jealous. I can't, I can't even can see why, but anyway. What? It's just me. I can see why I got a bit jealous. Oh. You'll, you'll understand when we get to her story. I thought you were looking at Nat and you're so like, did I. You're I like, can see why you'd be oh jealous. God, I can see why you'd be jealous. I was like, no. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> That's what yeah. I thought. No, no, Everyone no, no, would be no. jealous. He I mean, should let her out of his sight. We all know she's hot, but can you <laughs> no, not grit your teeth no. and say, oh, God, I can see why she's jealous? <laughs> That's. That's completely on YouTube because that was not even anywhere. <laughs> oh, we both thought screen, it. We both yeah, thought and you're as bad yeah. as each other. Oh, okay. Don't be projecting Ooh. over here. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Let's roll the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. For all your industrial supplies, go to Alma. Just on the M1 at the Yatla South exit. Oh, g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Well, he's married to Abby, so he's not living in sin. He comes on our show to get a word in. It's time to head to Abby's place and Scotty Too Hotty for Trady Chat Tuesday. Hey, morning, Stabby. Morning, Scotty. Maddie and my beautiful wife. How are we, guys? We good? Morning, hun. You don't sound happy? No, I am. You don't sound happy, did you? I spoke to him this morning. He was up. (laughs) Once you wake him? Hey? She wakes him this morning, is she? Yeah, the alarm went off pretty loud. I'm like, Jesus, that has to be that loud. Yeah, I was up through the night, right. so I like to have a little bit of a sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. One of the, I always find, you know, when you've been up through the night and then yeah. it's like you're annoyed, and it's fair enough because you've been up and, you know, we've just been there sleeping, so you make just a tad more noise than <laughs> usual as you stomp about the place. Yeah, I had a, I had a coffee. <laughs> yeah. Without yeah, the nah. door shut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys, um, take my hat off to you guys. You guys getting up real early and doing the hard yards, so, you know. I mean, don't take it I'm away from you. For it. You, what you every do? Tuesday, you have the break <laughs> of the day every Tuesday. What is your uh, right. big topic for the day, mate? Oh, I've just had a mate go and get his vaccination, and uh, he was asking 
when I'm going, so I just want to ask my wife when I'm booked in. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good question. When is he booked in, Abby? <laughs> See, so everyone's asking. See, everyone's asking. Scotty, I always ask the boys here. I say to them, I go, did you book yourself in for the doctor's appointment? And they look at me like with blankly going, yeah, because Scotty just doesn't want it. He doesn't like making appointments, mm. so I'll book his dentist appointment in and I'll send him the notification. I have booked you in. I registered you with Queensland Health, but I didn't give right. you your email because that was... That's pointless. Your emails don't yeah, that's work. Pointless. Yeah, no, no. Um, don't do that. Yeah, don't be so, so silly. <laughs> so I gave my um, my email and my phone, so I'll get the notification. So, you, so what am I getting? So, <laughs> I don't know. They haven't got back to me yet. Do you, you might be going you, to the hub. We might go and get it together. It will oh, be like date. dates. Stav got oh, his yesterday. Be, yeah, yeah Stavy, how you feeling? Yeah, not bad. My arm's sore. Did you? Yeah. Did your wife book you in? She actually did. Oh, did you? Really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Only question I have is: Is the five G on your phone better since yesterday when you got the injection? It, it comes straight through your cell. Does it help? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Only because I, I registered for the hub, hadn't heard, and she yeah. was um, she's already done, and she was like, "Are you going to get it? Are you going to get?" It? And, then, and then, so then she she's, she's kept an eye out, and and then the GP came up, and she went, "Do you want me to book it?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So mm. I just realised, and tomorrow we're talking to an attorney from California about this for Britney Spears and her conservatorship. Scotty's technically under a conservatorship. With you, you just do everything for him. You that can run away, so Scotty. Bad. Run away, darling. Yeah, well, you know, I'd, I'd be stuffed if I run away. <laughs> I remember Scotty once um, being drunk and he looked at me, drink responsibly, and he goes, Babe, I love it that I'm under your thumb. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? He goes, I just love it when you make all the decisions. And I was just like, where is my phone? I need to record this. I need to record this. <laughs> but you enjoy it as well you because you, you're a very organised person. Well, I think there's just two people. Like my our middle son, mm. he goes to me, Mum, can you wipe my bum? And I went, no, I can't, mate. You're six. And he goes, I don't enjoy it, though. I said, what do you mean? He goes, no one enjoys it. And he goes, I don't want to do it. And I'm like, he's just, he doesn't want to dress himself. He doesn't want to do it, and I just think... And he's our special one. Yeah, he's like Scotty. He's <laughs> Not that I've wiped Scotty's... <laughs> well, I was going to say, if I knew that you enjoyed it, I'd be calling you in too. Like, Abby! Hey! I'm on TikTok. I don't want to free Scotty has hands. taken this one job of trying to log in for this business, right? Because yeah. he wanted to take the mental oh. load. And it's taken him four months, and he still hasn't done it. So I'm no, like, it's done. I finally got it done the other day, so I'm stoked. Oh, good but, on yeah. you, buddy. There you go. Well done, <laughs> mate. Good, good on you, mate. Baby steps, people. Baby steps. Credit yeah. where credit is due, and I believe some credit is due here. Well done, baby. Are you sure that <laughs> it is you. definitely done, though? You've got no, no, the... no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Mate, last time we got a fine because it still wasn't. Stop it at the well done, baby. Supposed well done, baby. I know that it took you. No, yes, no, no. Stop it at the no, well no, no. done. What did he hey, say? Try it again. Ready? Oh, say well, sake. well done, baby. Well done, baby. No, I turned the mic off, mate, so you won't be able to hear the rest of it now. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. All right, love you guys. Good day. There we go. Scotty Too Hotty on the air with us for all your industrial supplies. Go to Alba just on the M1 at Yatla South Exit. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I have something that I have been very proud of for many years, mm-hmm. and um, it's a strange thing, and I brag about it. It disgusts the two of you. It disgusts my wife. In fact, it probably disgusts most people, and that is the fact that I give my teeth very, very little love, mm. and they are probably the healthiest part of my body. 
I'm not saying much. No, it's not. Remember that day when he was bragging about it because you only brush your teeth once, once a, a day? day? Only in the morning. Oh, I only ever so brush my teeth. you don't brush them teeth. at night. No. Oh my God, why do I get shocked every time? Anyway, and he was bragging about it, bragging about it. You actually had the worst teeth when we went, though. Out of our team. No, I had the best teeth. No, no I had the Stav best had the best teeth. teeth. Oh, yeah, the best. So your memory is no, just no. holding on to the parts that you want. Well, no, I brush my teeth once a day mm. in the morning. And you hadn't been to the doctor in like six years when we went. Six mm. years Stab since I've been had to the gone every six months. No, you had back then because you took Rory. I took her. I didn't sit in the chair. Oh, well, <laughs> when, I, when I was at the dentist, he said, "This is this is what he said." He goes, yeah. "I'm not going to lie. This is quite strange that you guys are having a competition about it." Because he goes, oh, "Stab's obviously been to the dentist recently and hasn't told you guys." I was like, "Really?" <laughs> and he goes, "And Matt's is not like." He well, keeps see, bragging about him. Six years it had been since I went, and mm. I had no fillings. Didn't have to get any fillings. Only once a day that I brush. I never ever floss. Like unless I've got some like steak stuck in there. After mm. about three days, I'll I'll dig it out. The other thing that I have, and when I do occasionally go to the dentist, is I still have my wisdom teeth. Now, I'm 34, and I always go to a different dentist each time. So I have this really cool jig that I get to go through where they're like, <laughs> "How old are you?" I go. Hey, huh? Yeah. And they go, you've still got your wisdom teeth. They go, yeah, yeah, how Apollo will remember. <laughs> they're like, that's a real surprise. They go, yeah, they're, yeah. I go, yeah, I, I, and they never hurt, never any trouble. You know, you can take them out. Mm-hmm. They go, you sure we can take them out if you want to take them out? I go, nah, don't bother, mate. They're all right. Nah. You don't have to take them out, do you? Because my well, husband, my husband only got his out a couple of years ago, so he lasted till he was forty. They're always keen to. It's yeah, like they get excited. It's They're like they're mining for gold and they see two nuggets oh God, and they're like, it's like time to dig, babe. It's time to dig. You know what, dentists? They don't even need to do all the work. It's just no, money making. When they give you quotes, they don't need to do I, it. I think it's the thing is if, it is if they cause, like an appendix, if they're going to cause mm. an issue, it is a big issue. So sometimes yeah. it's better just to get it taken out. But Have you I, had yours out? Only the bottom ones, not the top. We said the top ones were okay as long That's as right. I kept brushing them properly. The issue I've got that is over the last couple of days, and I've been keeping it secret until I can't keep it secret any longer because I'm in a bit of pain. Mm. I've got a really bad toothache at the moment. They kept me awake last night. And I'm really annoyed because I'm the wisdom tooth guy who has the jig with the dentist every time. <laughs> and now they're going to be like, if I go and say, I've got an ache there, they're like, rip them out, time oh, to come out. Oh, interesting, Matt. So now your wisdom teeth are yeah. giving you a trouble. And do you know that it would have been easier for us to take them out before you started yeah. getting an abscess on it? Yeah. Uh, no, I've never had a problem with it. Now it's going to hurt quite a bit. Yeah. So, right. You're really going to miss that one in six year exactly. conversation. That exactly. <laughs> but you know, you know how good it is to be like, nah, I'm sweet. Mm. So what I want to ask people this morning, because I feel robbed, and in fact, I'm going to leave it probably a fortnight to see if I can heal it up myself. I wouldn't. I'll just swish a bit of scotch in there. Um, 13, 10, 60. Have you lost your bragging crown? You were smug and now you're down. And now they're coming for you one by, one by, one, one by, one by, one. Have you lost your bragging crown? Now, is it something like like mine as simple as you've got your wisdom teeth and now they have to come out? Are you the person who was always like, oh, I've never got a speeding fine? Well, never, was, ever in my life. That was me. Remember, yeah. I used to always say to you, I never got a speeding ticket. Started driving when I was 16. Mm. And places I've driven, every state, never got, never got a speeding fine. Yeah. And then I got one on the M1. How yeah. much? I asked for the photo. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Make sure it was you driving. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was me. That was me. But yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I love those. Ones. I was, I was going. It was a, it was a, when it goes from a um, 110 zone to a 100 zone, and Ooh. I was still going 110. Oh, that's a shocker of a bit there too. Ooh. 
because it just comes up on you. Like, mm. with, you only have like three warnings along the way. You're like, oh, well, I'm here. <laughs> well, you go on 110, they go past. Bye. I hope there's a lot of past and it really hurt. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Have you lost your bragging crown? You were smug and now you're down. And now they're coming for you one by, one by, one. One by, one by, one. I've been suffering silently for about three days because I didn't want to lose my bragging crown. And that is for me that every time I go to the dentist... Although it's infrequent, I always have this little jig with the dentist where they're like, how do you still have your wisdom teeth at 34? I just say, well, they give me no trouble, so there's no need to take them out. But now I have a toothache that kept me up last night, and I'm going to have to go and eat some mushy pie. Are you going to go to a pie. different dentist? Yeah, not the I last mean, one. I've been telling my dentist for years I need them out. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> so we've all got these little things. I've been. It's one thing that I've just loved that I've been able to be like, yeah, got me wisdos. So what is your <laughs> bragging crown that you've lost? There's wisdom you can have. <laughs> Carly and Alex Hills, what's yours? Hey, Carly. Hello. Hi. Hey. Um, well, actually, I'm in the same boat as Matt, and I think that we both need to go to the dentist pretty ASAP. Oh, why? Oh, because I haven't been to the dentist since I was pregnant with my 10-year-old son. And I'm now 29, and I've just sort of sucked up the courage and saved a bit of cash. So I'm going to go to the dentist because I've got no problems and I want to show off. Mm-hmm. Um, and he poked and he prodded and he gave me an x-ray. And now suddenly I need four fillings that are giving me so much pain. <sighs> I've never had pain in my mouth before. And now I'm like, oh, actually, maybe I do need to go back because this is really hurting. But he poked and he prodded to the point where I think he made me need a filling. Oh, <laughs> here we go, Carly. I, I, I was going to say that, it. Carly. It sounds like he might have drilled you them. You know that when you're going for si- every six months is preventative. Yeah, you know, but, like people go, yeah, I, mm. I haven't been for years and I don't need anything. It's mm. like, yeah, well, you, you're just going for a Well, after my six years and I had a clean bill of health, I was like, what's the point in taking up all this? I've got <laughs> so much time. What do you say when they time. say, do you floss? <laughs> Do I floss? I go, uh, I go, no, I'm a naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I just want to be honest. No one flosses. No, I'm a naughty No, no I go, I'm a naughty floss. You floss? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I should floss. Like I said, it's, I only ever floss if I've been to the Oxley Tavern. There's a bit of T-bone or something in there. I'll I like dig nice that out. Teeth. So that's mm. why I always, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I've seen mine. mine I, the thing I love about our billboards is they always fix my teeth. They, they, they made them nice and no, white. No, it's because I've knocked one out before and my parents paid a fortune yeah. on that and then they did braces. So I yeah. feel like I owe them. Oh, yeah. You've got to look after them. Theo, you're North Lakes. What bragging right did you lose? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. good. That's good. I lost the bragging rights to my tattoos. Oh. So, like, I've had over 30 hours worth of tattoos. I've got two full sleeves. I used to be a hit at parties. People used to hit me up like, oh, what's that tattoo? What's this? What's that? Oh, that's so cool. Does it hurt? All that. Now no one even cares. No. <laughs> oh, too many people got him. I, I know. Everybody knows somebody who's got tattoos. <laughs> unless, unless you got tattoos up the side of your neck, yeah. your head, your face, <laughs> nobody even asks. That's a good point, Theo. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Oh, you, just, you just blend yeah. into the tattoo crowd now. That's right. I'm lucky if I get hit up once every six months and say, hey, nice taps, man. I'm like, oh, shit, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tamara, what bragging crown did you lose? Morning, team. So I lost my, basically, you know, being that girl that always would post stuff and um, now that I'm with somebody, I don't have time to do that because, <laughs> you know, I'm in love and... <laughs> 
fallen head over heels. Oh, so everyone used to be like, oh, you're single and you look like you're having the time of your life on Instagram. Yes. Yep. And now you're boring because you've got a boyfriend. <laughs> well, no one likes yep. it when you post about your partner as much. So you can only do it once before yeah. people go, oh, no, Put it away. All right, we get it. You're in love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Chris and Acacia Ridge, uh, bragging crowns, they're always great to have until they're knocked off the top of your head. What was yours? Yes, sir. So I went uh, along. I'm 32, and I've never had a speeding ticket until earlier this year. Um Backstory is I do a lot of driving. I, I average somewhere between eighty and a hundred thousand k's a year mm. uh, between you know the, the New South Wales border and north north and central Queensland. Wow, now, that's impressive. Mm. I was coming past Roadworks at the Gladstone exit off the Bruce Highway, and I saw the, the, the speed camera. I was like, Ah, I'm doing hundred. She's right. Mm. Uh, turns out it's Roadworks and it was eighty zone. Uh, so that that started the downfall. The second <laughs> one was about a week later. Uh, going through uh, Wandowan, heading north to Blackwater, uh, and a, and a police, police officer sort of chased me down uh, and pulled me over on a on a on a street that it, there's only one in the in the state, as far as I'm aware, and it's actually my last name. Um, and I tried to, you know, I said, mate, this is a bit of a stitch up, isn't it? Like, <laughs> and he's nah. I said, well, you know, what are the chances? Said, well, what are the chances that you just obey the law? <laughs> <laughs> so, how many points did you lose? In all- okay, so at this at this point we're at five. Mm. Well, there's more. Uh, and then uh, about two weeks later, I was coming south from Blackwater between Warrabinda and Baralabar, and there's a, a road that used to be dirt that no one really uses. So mm. I was up good and proper. Um, <laughs> and there was a, a, a policeman coming the opposite direction, and he was about two k's away, and his lights were on. Uh, and I was like, "Oh, here we go." Oh uh, no! I tell you what, Chris, we're gonna have to leave you there. I don't think Chris is ready mate. to lose his no, bragging rights. They sound no. like justifications. Now you've stage. got the bragging. I'm the bloke uh, who lost his license in five <laughs> weeks. Wow. Good on you, champ. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Afghans are facing a new reality with their country back under Taliban control after 20 years of war. Armed militants took to capital Kabul, completing their swift advance across the nation. People have been killed in the chaos at Kabul's international airport as desperate people tried to force their way on the planes leaving the capital. And those footage, if you've seen it, are absolutely horrible of people being so desperate to leave as the Taliban has taken control. And the Taliban has been around for a while. There was an ongoing war. Um, So many Australians had gone over and many Australians lost their life um, trying to free um, Afghan people. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, with the US leaving and a lot of the other armed forces leaving, Taliban has taken um, control again. And people that were under their regime... Back, it would have been nineties, yeah, and early um, hundreds. We're sort of saying, no, we we can't go through that again. Twenty years of war to be overturned in ten days, Mm. yeah. Um, And there's a lot of Afghani um, refugees and uh, people who are now Australians from Afghanistan who would just be watching their their home country be torn apart. One of those people is Dr. Homer Farotan, who has graciously taken our call this morning. you're a former Afghan refugee. You're now a doctor for Queensland Health. How are you feeling watching this on the news at the moment? Oh, good morning. Yes, absolutely. Um, shattered, heartbroken over the events of the past um, two days. Um, I came off a, a, an on-call shift on um, Sunday morning and within uh, literally within two, three hours of uh, me um, 
trying to negotiate with my fiance back home uh, to to get him to leave. At that stage, Kabul was still standing um, and he, he had a lot of work to do. So <clears throat> he did not want to leave at that stage. And soon, two, three hours afterwards, I got a message that he he had to um, uh, to escape to, to save his life. And then mm-hmm. from their own, all hell broke loose. I lost contact with him intermittently and uh, Kabul just descended uh, descent into, into chaos really, really fast. It was a spiral, a destructive spiral that that could not be stopped and it's just um, spiraling down uh, mayhem right now. Your father, um, who I believe is also a doctor and quite an educated man, had to leave um, Afghanistan because of the Taliban? Uh, yes, my, my father um, uh, had to leave because uh, firstly, as a, as a minority sect in, in, uh, in Afghanistan, we were targeted and he was a vocal opponent of uh, first the, the civilian war and the factions. Uh, you had to belong to a faction to offer you protection. But he was very against um, all of that at the time. Um, so he was pretty much by himself and he had to relocate constantly within Afghanistan. And then eventually he had to get out because he was targeted. Um, and then the Taliban came after this, the, the civil war, uh, and similarly with Taliban as a, as a minority, he was not safe at all, so he left. Mm. And uh, what's uh, it? Got in 1999. So you lived there when the Taliban was very much uh, sort of in power. What is it like for an Afghan person waking up in the morning, knowing that the Taliban are? In charge, do you spend your entire day thinking, "Is this, is this my last day?" Uh, yes, indeed. We we were in Afghanistan when and Taliban were around. Uh, we only could leave in two thousand and one. Yeah. Uh, were you Taliban in Pakistan came. then? Uh, two thousand and one, we left for Pakistan. Yeah, but yeah. until then, we were in Afghanistan. So, so for for a woman, for instance, um, I, I was I was only, you know. 10, between 10 to 13 when when I was when I have a clear memory of going out and seeing Taliban outside uh, you were filled with fear you were worried about is there anything in your behavior that you're going to offend them mm. uh, that will result in a public punishment or or, or, or their wrath and they uh, going to school was not possible my auntie used to run a secret school in the basement of her house and I, I could not dream of going to school at all, except for religious school. And it, it wasn't for my parents homeschooling me while we were in Afghanistan. Things would have been really, really different for me and my siblings. Um, so as well as extreme, extreme, very twisted sense of justice for mm-hmm. others, for other members of the community, um, uh, in terms of their very severe punishments. We were living under all of that. So they're are they literally just men standing around with guns on every every street corner? Is it because you know we only see the images on the news, and they obviously want us to see how bad it is? But is it is it worse than that? Is it? Um, I think in the news currently because uh, because they are in the process, they have taken over, and they're still, uh, you know, trying to um, uh, shift from a, a party that's warring that's that's at war, that's trying to actively um, gain more and more territories, which all over they have to do, unfortunately. And uh, they are more violently seen now with their guns and everything at every post. Mm. But when, back in the 1990s, uh, they would 
uh, around certain times during the day, they would petrol with their guns in, in the back of their trucks. Uh, for example, during the prayer time, they would come in and ask for all the shops to be closed by four so everyone could go and leave and pray. Um, it is very important for there were people with their guns, but um, they would not be with their guns in every street. But right now, the situation is really different. You were talking before about your husband being um, over there, um, a fiancé. Have you heard from him in the last 24 hours? Um, I got news from him, thankfully, after a a very brutal, long 12 hours of no contact with Mm. him. Um, In in the last two hours that he is out and he's safe, uh, but he needs um, he needs to uh, travel uh, on, uh, onwards uh, because the the place where he is is not his final destination and he still needs to be uh, taken out of there. But at least he's out of harm's way. Mm. And, and that was a big relief. And um, I did not see that coming at all. He was completely um, uh, shattered and devastated. He had to go to the airport without his papers, without money, without luggage, and has... Um, has had very little charge on his mobile phone, which resulted in me losing touch with him. And um, and we were devastated. We were worried for him, his mm. friends, and all 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 our Afghan people, uh, women, children, and and the civilians who are seeing the brunt of this. Um, there, there are millions who have been displaced, and they are now seen on the streets of Kabul. Uh, in 2019, I was in the Kabul. It's a, it's a very beautiful capital, and every street, every park that they're showing is very familiar to me. Uh, watching those footages has been very, very hard for me to uh, to look at, and, and it's just been incredibly difficult. Mm. So. It, it would be hard for a lot of refugees that are living here, um, Afghani refugees from uh, living here in Queensland and also Australia, seeing those footages and having to flee last time. Um, you, you, would there be a concern that a lot of them don't have permanent visas? Uh, yes, that's an excellent point. There is um, unbelievably about 5,000 Afghan refugees whose fate are still undetermined. They are living here either under temporary protection visas or the Shiv scheme uh, after spending between five to ten years of life here waiting to be resettled and, and, and getting their family to, to come and join them here. So there's, there's been no um, uh, guidance from the government as to what their policy now will be with regards to the fate of these refugees. And I urge um, all our Australian friends, as well as the government, to actually now change their stance on uh, and, and, and the policy on the refugees. All these 5,000 and more people should be granted safety of living in Australia permanently. And we should call for their family reunion as well in the face of just a rapidly deteriorating um, crisis in Afghanistan. It will be, it's a humanitarian crisis that's mm. already developed. You've got some family and friends there. I know your um, fiancé was there with, with family, and that would have been a, a hard decision to leave them. Do, do they feel safer now than 20 years ago when the army came? Like, how are they feeling? Do they feel like they've come in, caused all this trouble, and then just left them behind? Do they wish they never came? Uh, what, is, what does an Afghani person think about the whole thing? Um, I've got um, several first degree, very close immediate family members and then my first degree cousins are all there, all young people studying in university or some of them having returned after studying overseas to or or abroad in foreign countries to come and help out. They are very, very heartbroken. They Mm -hmm. um, knew that a long term, you know, chronic presence of um, any foreign military is not the ultimate solution at all. Um, but they are quite disillusioned and heartbroken over how swiftly they were left alone. The Afghan army, the, the defense really relied on the air support from the 
from our NATO uh, forces, from the U.S. forces, to be able to um, tackle violence and, and crisis in Afghanistan. But suddenly their backs were empty. Uh, there was no one to support them from air. or, or, or They were given all this expensive equipment and they're trained in them. But suddenly the um, operational staff that were maintaining those equipments were gone with the U.S. packing up and leaving. Um, so uh, although... They knew and acknowledged that no military from other countries can stay in Afghanistan for a long, long term. And this has been 20, 21 years. Um, but swiftly emptying and living a vacuum like this it really proved deleterious. They're heartbroken about that. Mm. They welcomed the um, advances that women especially made during yeah. the last 20 years. And now it's all um, uh, rendered to zero, but also they've gone backward by several decades. Mm. Mm. Well, thank you so much for coming on this morning. Um, we're, we're glad to hear that your fiancé is out and, and safe. Um, and um, we're going to put all the information up on how people can actually help. Um, you've given us some great links on our Instagram account for people to go and check out if they want to help the Afghani people. So thank you for uh, calling through this morning. Thank you very much for having me, Anusha. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You might not believe this, but Stav... And Matt and myself are not going to give our opinion because we already have, and we don't want to. We don't want to influence you from calling up on thirteen ten sixty. But in our morning meeting, we were talking about uh, J Lo deleting the photos on her Instagram of her ex because mm. now she's with Ben Affleck, yes. and we're talking about you know photos of exes. And Nat, our producer, told us a story. We all did give our opinion. We won't now, no, because we want on thirteen ten sixty you to call up and say who's right, Nat or her boyfriend. You know, when you guys don't want to give your opinion, it's it's a sticky one. <laughs> it's a sticky one. I don't think that's ever happened before. I don't honest. think this has ever yeah. happened before, no. Yeah. It's killing me. <laughs> so I was at my boyfriend's place over the weekend, and um, as I arrived, he'd done a little bit of bit of cleaning, spring cleaning, bit of redecorating of his room. You know, every now and again, you switch over the furniture mm. and all that jazz. Um, and it was really sweet. He'd found all these sentimental letters and cards that I had written him over the years, we've been together for about two years, and he's got them all up on the wall, even some photos of us. Really cute. But one of the things that he found sentimental was a photo of his ex-girlfriend, which was hung up next to all of the letters and other photos of us. So there was two photos. There was one of you in there as well? There was some Polaroids that we'd taken together on one side, Mm. and then on the other side it was a photo of just his ex-girlfriend. He Mm. wasn't in the photo. It was just a photo of this girl, and that's it. Was it an inspirational photo for you? Like something to work towards? <laughs> and, but, a vision okay, board? I don't know how that. So you were, you, you were like saying that you were annoyed. Yeah. Had you, but you had done similar? So I obviously brought it up, the giant elephant in the room. I said, yeah. what's with the ex-girlfriend on the wall? In her own frame. And he said, well, you've done the same thing. And he was referring to a photo that I had in my old place of my ex at my 21st. Mm. Now, so that was on your, that was framed at your house? It was framed at my house. But the difference is that was a photo that I was in that I thought that I looked nice in. So that's why I hung that up. That was my motive. Mm. What is the motive for just hanging up a photo of just the girl? When did you? It's really hard without giving an opinion, well, isn't it? Because well, I was like, "Well, do, do, do you... he obviously remembered that moment of it yeah. being on the wall?" Yeah. So he felt jealous. I. He's obviously held, held on to it, it because yeah. he, he came mm. firing back with that response. So, yeah. when did you put your picture up? Good question, Stab. So, 
I have had that photo framed since before I met my partner, Sam. Mm, well yeah. before we met. And now he's hung this up after two years of us being together. Mm. Did you ever think that you were going to take it down? Like when he came over once, did you ever go, oh, that photo's up? No, because I, again, it was just a photo that I liked of myself. So I didn't think that it was anything bad. But if he said something to me, I would have taken it down. Maybe it's just a photo of her that he likes. Of just her? (laughs) What is the photo? What is she doing in the photo? It's a really cute photo. (laughs) She's sitting on a picnic with a big coat on. Yeah, it's just her sitting in a field... Turning back, looking at the camera in a field, in a picnic. Okay. He took the photo, obviously. He took the photo, yeah. What's he says it's a, no, it's a nice photo. Uh-huh. He likes the photo. He likes the photo. Okay. <laughs> okay, so who's right? Well, see, I think, I think you're going to get people picking a bit of both sides, mm. maybe. But mm. 13, 10, 60, um, we want to find out right now mm. from you listening who's right and... Who's wrong in this situation? Is it Sam the boyfriend with the photo of the ex-girlfriend? Or is it Nat who has had for two years a photo of her and her ex-boyfriend up? What do you reckon, Juanita? Oh, Nat's definitely in the wrong. She was first to do it, so... Yeah. Do you know what's amazing about this is Nat's actually answering the phones. So I'd just like to (laughs) congratulate her on being mature and putting you through, (laughs) even though you disagreed with her. Uh, okay, <laughs> so that's a one against Nat in wrong town. Right. Uh, Jade, who do you think's uh, in the wrong, Nat or her boyfriend? Jade. Oh, hey, good morning. <laughs> Nat, Nat is in the right. He's he's admitted he's done it out of revenge and spite. Her excuse though is a little bit on the weak side. Okay. Oh, all right. I like all that right. weak weak excuse for her, but because he's done it so revengeful, it's just it's out of spite, so it's wrong. But it's, it's been a while, so, mm. I mean, if he's still hurt after however long it's been since she's had that photo, and I'm mm. assuming it's not still up, then he's got some issues he needs to deal with. Well, I always get concerned. Well, how many photos does he still have? Mm. Well, next time you, next time he comes over, Nat should have another um, photo of another ex up. Like Pokemon. You got to put them all in your collection. Oh, and then, and then when, you pull, when you pull back, it's actually his face made up of photos of the exes. Yeah, that's not creepy. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kylie. In Flinders' view, the if they're in love, they should just take the photos down if it's affecting each other. Like honestly, mm. see so that mature view. Okay, they're both but in I'm the wrong. I'm married, and I've actually had my children put up um, an X in my Mother's Day frame. They went through our photos and thought it was me, and I found the funny side of it. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> okay. see, I always feel like I'd find it funny now, but I don't know if I would have when we started dating. Mm. Yeah, now that you're like it's, married it's, and everything, yeah, it's different. and now we look at other options. But back then, yeah, <laughs> you know when you just get real. I don't know. Yeah. Try it today, Maddie. <laughs> put, a photo of my, put a photo of one of my exes up. Yeah, and see what Esther says. <laughs> you know what she'd probably say? What? She can have you. <laughs> she can have the damaged goods. <laughs> Emma in Manly, who do you think's in the right? Look, I believe he's in the wrong mm. because he's just had a knee-jerk reaction. Oh, terrible phone line. Sorry. Hey. Stick one hand up Sorry. in the air, left hand up in the air, and make a peace sign, and then talk, and it'll fix it. Is that working now? Yeah, perfect. perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, a knee jerk reaction because he's seen this photo of his, of his ex mm. while he's going through his stuff, and he's gone, "Hey, Nat's had this." 
Bad line there. We'll let you you go. But you're saying Sam's in the wrong. Do we count those votes? Well, I counted them up, Mm. um, and that's including the person who said that they're both in the wrong. Um, That is two in the wrong for Nat and Mm -hmm. three in the wrong for Sam. Oh, he got to take it down. So the spite photo apparently Mm. is not good. So let's ring him right now, Nat. Can we ring him and tell him he needs to take it down? Do you think we should? Um, he may or may not answer, but I don't know if I want him to hear this conversation. You're right. You should just, you should just take it down and say, public opinion, it's down. We'll use it as a dartboard. Uh, he'll be busy with his ex at the moment, so maybe Stop. he won't be able to take the call. They're probably thank, at the branch. Thank you for making me feel so much better about this. You're welcome, babe. You're welcome. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. may have done a bad thing, or I may have come up with a new genius manoeuvre, all right? So, um... Rory was staying at um, my mum's house uh, on the weekend. She's just moved house, just moved out to Red Bank Plain. It's got a much bigger place. The last place she stayed in, she moved in quick, didn't realise it was for someone who lived in a wheelchair, so the sink was at her knees. She's your height. She is six foot something, yeah, so it was kind of an inconvenience. The lampshade would hit her in the face from the ceiling. Uh, the ceiling fan was legitimately dangerous. Like, it was a hobbit house. Mm, uh, mm. Um, so managed to find a place, lovely place, uh, huge and a nice little house for them. And um, went over to pick her up and on the Sunday. And because they're moving and they're, they're just putting things in, um, it's not 100% yet. But um, There's like a, a half a box in each room that you'll eventually get to kind oh, of thing? Every room is box clear, but there's one room with boxes everywhere. It's got everything. Yeah. 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 And uh, so, and I was doing the tour, and I was looking around. I was like, oh, it's a lovely. And in the, the, the room with uh, things that haven't found their place yet, there was this beautiful um, lamp. One of those, you know me, I like my lights. I do like a good light. You are a lamp lamp guy. I am a lamp guy. Mm, Yeah, I do like a lamp. Uh, And it was one of those, like, um, studio lamps. Like, it almost looks like it could have been on a film set kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, You know the ones? Um, like a round one? Like a spotlight sort of. Kind of, yeah. yeah okay. And it's a swivel Old and stuff. sort of one. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, said to, I said to mum, that is a beautiful lamp. Uh, and here it is, just, you know, sitting in a room, not being a lamp. So that's a shame. That's what lamps do. They do just sit in rooms. Yeah, but it wasn't even plugged in. It wasn't, it was just, it was, it was just like, it's just not. It's not living up to its promise. Yeah, you wanted to save it. You wanted <laughs> did to you just ask for potential. it or did you just hint? I said, it's a beautiful lamp. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Thank How you, much Stuart. And then it's just, it's just like, it's just languishing, really, you know. And it's got a little bulb in there that's not getting to do its little bulby <laughs> thing. <laughs> Where were you going to put it? <laughs> and mum goes, well, if you want it, I guess you can, you can take it if you want it. And I said, all right. Thank you so much. That would be. Lo- I really like this lamp. Thank you so much. I will take said lamp. Thank you. Did you hang on? Did you play the jig out a bit further? Where mm. you're like, oh no no no, I didn't mean that. Mm, yeah, like, yeah, no, you'll find a use for it. I said, wait until you're all set up. Yeah, because right now you don't know where it, it could have a home here. But wait until you're all set up. Okay, sure, I'll take the lamp. <laughs> <laughs> you always do that. You do a little dance. And then <laughs> my mum said, um, do you know where I got the lamp, Stuart? And I said, no, because maybe she thought I could. Mm. I would want a set. <laughs> you know, get yeah. something to complement each lamp. Make it, um, what's the word when it's something's... Put, symmetrical. That's the one. Make mm. it symmetrical. So, Is it from one of her workplaces? No. 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 I bought it for her for Christmas two years ago. <laughs> oh, you are kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you bought that for me for Christmas. I was like, ah. <laughs> so, so she never really liked it? I don't know. I don't know. I never saw it. That's a good point. I never saw it at the other house. 
It was probably <laughs> in her bedroom, yeah. which she wouldn't go into often. Mm. She loved it so much that it was Do you remember where you place. bought it from? Nah. You just don't remember. Nah. You so love I got it so home, much. Uh, rearranged a bit of the furniture, got it. Got myself a Philips Hue uh, bulb. They're great uh, <laughs> yeah. for the light changing thing. And um, took a photo, sent it. Mum said, the lamp looks amazing. Yeah. But, you know, it's always yours if you want to take it back at some stage. Yeah. Please don't, but it's always there. But here's that's a, that's a theory, right? Now all I have to do if I see something that I like <laughs> is buy it for my mum for her birthday or Christmas and then wait a few months and then be like, oh, that's a lovely throw rug. Yeah, but be careful because mm. in turn on your birthday you might unwrap something and she'll be like, ooh, that's a, that's a lovely book on... What is she, the psychics and yes, stuff? Yes. You know, like, oh, tarot, you got tarot <laughs> you cards, cards. Oh, I like those. Oh, look at this crystal ball with your name engraved on Maybe it. Maybe that's why she didn't plug it in. You knew, she knew you'd come back yeah. and get it. Wow, that was a long play. It was a good two years. I don't even remember buying the lamp in the first place. But it looks great. I showed Maddie a picture. It does suit the room, doesn't it? It does really tie your room together well. And Same that's he said shame. about the rug. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, good on you, mate. Mm. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. I was on the phone to an energy provider because I love it when someone says, we're 24 hours. So I go, oh, yeah, that's great. I can call on my way to work, mm. you know. So making a lovely 4 a.m. phone call and I uh, was asking them to do the same. They're like, we can't do that yet. I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, the department's not open. I'm like, be a 24 hours. He goes, yeah, but we just take the phone calls. I said, what's the point of being 24 hours if you can't do anything? He goes, don't know. I was like, oh, anyway. And he goes, let me just look it up. And he put me on hold. But before he put me on hold, Ooh. he went, and I couldn't say I heard you because then it was just hold, but it was like, mm. oh. I can understand why. Oh. Well, Not if you're 24 hours. You're 24 hours. What are you doing 24 hours in? Look, miss, I'm going to be honest with you. It was just a marketing ploy to get your business. <laughs> just, just, we didn't mean in a row. I'm actually. But don't, but don't have the department doesn't open till nine o'clock and you're mm. 24 hours. It doesn't make sense. Mm hmm. Yeah, and look, hey, I'm on your side. He doesn't sound it. He's just a guy on 18 bucks an hour sitting in his bed taking phone calls from chicks at 4 a.m. <laughs> you know what? He did sound like that. Though. Yeah, like when I gig. called, it went. Uh -huh. Hello. <laughs> business name, and I felt like going. Oh, that was for you. He just put down the Xbox controller. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Uh, it was payday on Friday? Mm. Yes, but we get it. Yes. Just gone. Yes. Just gone, yeah. And um, yesterday I did my big bill pay because I like to pay all the bills for the month up front so you don't get get stuck out, you know. You owe the, the sendo as well. Yes. Okay? I'm due to pay that, which mm -hmm. I will do today so I don't miss out on our big winnings on Thursday's ticket. But I wasn't really taking much notice when I was doing. I was in a conversation um, with the painter at the time and I was paying the bills and I put the wrong amount on a bill than I was meant to. Hey. It was 60 bucks extra. And that's like, I mean, it's fine because it'll be 60 bucks extra off the next bill after that. But it's still like, mm. it kills me to pay my power bill, but to pay $60 extra more than I needed to. And you can't get it back. Yeah. Well, I did that just recently with it, and they sent me a check for $40. Oh. And I was like, but why didn't you just credit the bill again? Because... Right. They said checks. Because I was like, I could ring them and get it back, but by the time just... I got it back and then took the check into the bank, How then I'd get the next power bill. That's the problem. No. The spreadsheet's out by $60. Oh, no. And oh, no. so my children aren't going to eat tonight. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> 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 
realise maybe we've kind of switched roles in the morning now that you've gone shaved noggin and I've actually got probably my first ever haircut that I actually have to style. Mm. Different world for me as I walk into the bathroom to do my hair of a morning. You blow drying? Nah. But I got this stuff um, that I've never used before. I normally use like a mousse or a gel back in the day, but this is a powder. Oh, to hold. give more volume. Mm, and hold as well. It's like a powder. Yeah, rub it into your roots. Yeah. Does he need more volume? I don't know. You tell me. That's the style he's gone with. He's gone for like the messy Just chic checking. Because right. mm. mm. sometimes they do that if you need more hair. And Abby, I realise we've got something in common too. <laughs> <laughs> no, because this Dang. morning when I went to get right. my um, this morning when I went to get my powdered stuff out of my bag, yeah, the lid had opened, and now my entire uh, bag is filled with hair product. That's a sticky powder as well. Mm-hmm. It is a sticky powder, and it's also a white powder, so it looks doubly sus. <laughs> Why has that got to do with me? No, I would, I'd branched off from that point. Mm. <laughs> so you always spill makeup in your bag with Yes, mine. I do. Mm. And talcum powder. Yes, yeah, It's a cheap version of shampoo, um, dry shampoo. Mm. Listen to you two girls just joshing about. Well, if you hadn't got your head shaved, we'd be in their You're gas bag. You're just so jealous because it used to be me, you and me doing our hair. And now... <laughs> so jealous, guys. I'm going to grow it back just so I can do join You can come in and do your nose in. thing. That's what he used to do. We'd be doing our hair yeah. and you'd be doing your... Neti what, pot. What, what? pot. I'll come in and style your hair for you. Anyway, thanks for having Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.